Trying to make sure the level's right, then we're gonna start it like that. Uh, just say something for me. Yo, yo, what's good? All right, okay, all right. So, yeah. I, we, we, this is weird because I don't usually got be this formal. You see, I got the setup and everything, you well, know. I see you, you know it, but you know? I'm gonna uh, tell people how I met you. So, pretty much, Rob is a, a dope young man. Uh, I'm going to let him give the particulars about like his journey and stuff. Cause uh, I feel like a lot of people could follow in his footsteps. Um, but I met Rob through my girlfriend and she had like a really dope group of uh, like a circle of friends, like a really dope circle of friends. And ever since, yeah. And ever since me and Rob linked, we clicked like it was instantly ever since I like, Soon as we introduced these ourselves to each other, like it was just like, oh, that's the that's the homie. You feel me? And then it been up ever since then. You know, like everything has just been everything. So, tell the people about yourself, Rob. Uh, yeah. So I'm Rob. It's kind of crazy uh, because I'm from DC. We're gonna get into that in a minute. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, born and raised in the South Side. Um, I left and I went to Morehouse for a while. Um, came back, back here, working, chilling. Um, met Bay again through some incredible people. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just a humble dude. Just trying to make it. Keep my head down, keep moving. That's all there is to it. That's all you can do. Uh, so yeah, about the DC, as you see, I'm wearing, you know, I'm repping my squad uh, today. Uh, that's not like, to put my nationals job where like it's all good, bro. You DC to the heart, man. Like uh when I was introduced to like the whole DC Baltimore beef, it was mainly in college. I think that was like and granted I went to Morgan and like compared to like my high school, Morgan was like thirteen, like thirteen grade, thirteenth grade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it was time. it was mad people from PG, Montgomery County, DC. And it was always this rival because like niggas is literally right up the street from each other. You know what I'm saying? And, and so it was just like, oh, okay, this is what we doing. So I guess I gotta act accordingly. You know what I mean? Nah, it's it's different because like for you, you got in, you got kind of involved with it or like you became aware of it in college. Like for us, it's like, it's almost a second nature thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like DC is real, I'd say kind of territorial in the sense that like a lot of, a lot of who you are is about where you from. Right. So like for us, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like people, like we are from the South side, like there's certain people in town that, you know, it's like, ah, you from there? But like for Baltimore, it was like definitely like, you know, when you out of town, quote unquote, mm-hmm. out of town is right up, you know, 295, right up 95 in Baltimore. Right. Like once you go there, like it's like, it's unfamiliar. Like 
growing up, everybody from Baltimore was a Bama. No <laughs> right. Heard that plenty of times, bro. So like it was <laughs> it was definitely it was definitely one of those things. So like I remember when I was when I was first introduced to you, like it was crazy because you know, like actually your girl, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, man, like that's little sis. So sure. first of all, like she kinda like snuck my my man in there. <laughs> she was like, Oh yeah, I've been dating this dude for how long? And she oh, was like, Oh, a couple of months, a couple of months. So I was already on of, edge, like, like what is this? Kind of on edge. <laughs> And then she, then she came back with, yeah, you know, like one weekend, she, I guess she went to see you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I was up in Baltimore. Baltimore for what? Mm-hmm. Like, You're right. She was like, oh, yeah, embarrassing me. I'm like, oh, man. Like, so, like, before <laughs> I met you, before I met you, like, met you, it's like, all right, I'm going to see what dude is about. And then, like, once I finally met you, like, it was like, all right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe it's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I just want to shout out all my people from Baltimore. Yeah. Um, as an adult, I'm finding myself up there more and more. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a lot of people out that way. And, like, it's crazy because, like, growing up, like, never. Would you yeah, be- it was like, why I ever got to go to D.C.? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, why I ever got to go to Baltimore? But, like, like, I ain't going to hold you. Like, nigga, D.C. is where it's at. It got everything. And I was just thinking like how much I probably would have missed out on if like I kept that whole notion of like I guess the beef going and it was it would have been it would have been fake on my behalf because I never understood it you know what I'm saying like you from where you from you know what I'm saying like and I always thought it was dope to listen to how like other people talk you know I've been so many places and stuff and live like different places that I don't really got you know the accent that a lot of my uh, Baltimore brethren and sisterin, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I kind of like, I guess I traveled it out of my system, but it's a lot of, um, you know, we know, like we made the uh, list for ugliest accents, like on the shade room, some crazy shit. So hey, shout out to y'all. You feel Number me? one. Number one Man, nah, bro. Like, cause it's, cause it's more to that than, then, you know what I mean? Like the accent, it's got, I know a lot of good people that's doing shit. And like, you know, to get recognized for that dumb shit, it's like, come on. But yeah. I love it. Like, I, I love it. Like, you know, um, they say we the closest thing. We sound like every nigga that rap from here sound, well, from Baltimore, uh, sound like a, a London grime artist. I'm like, yo, yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> yo. Funniest thing I ever saw is like niggas from Baltimore speaking nigga British, and I was dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's how they did. That's how they described it, bro. And I'm like, man, shut up, nigga. Like, but you know, nonetheless, it it's it's a part of our heritage. It's a part. I've been trying to um do a little research on why we have these accents. Like, why New York got New York accents? Why Philly got the Philly, you know, uh, dialect, or well, DC, you know, uh, I've been trying, I can't, I, I haven't dove into it. I'm sure I'm going to report on that. Like, that's interesting it's, to me. It's kind of crazy you bring it up because, like, before I went out to school, like, everybody I knew was from here. Mm-hmm. So everybody from DC, you know what I'm saying? I had friends out in PG. Mm-hmm. 
quick side note, I'm actually from the city. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so, yeah, like somebody going to tell you DMV, like, yeah, I'm from the DMV. No, I'm from D.C. Like, yeah, from the just city. like that so, whole, that was a whole new, like, I mean, you, you heard it listening to like radio and shit, but like, yeah. that was a whole new thing for, cause they had to cater. I know like DMV is more so like to invite people in the general area, like to cater to everybody. Like, right. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not to let like niggas feel left out and everything, exactly. but I was, I understood that, but I also understood that nine times out of 10, if they say DMV is going to be like maybe they're going to play like one Baltimore club song. And then the rest of the night after that is going to be go-go. So I was like, yeah. y'all niggas still lying. So yeah. <laughs> like, nah, cause like, even with the being recent, like for people from this side of it, like if you get like outside of the area and like now, cause like the radio does like radio one. So like they syndicated around the country. So they going to throw like Baltimore into like, oh, this is the DMV mix. Yeah. Like from here, it's like, nah, like there's a Baltimore mix and then there's a DMV mix. Yeah, it's two different like, things. It's man. two different vibes. Like, bitch, you mm. know, like oh. it's, it's, it is what it is, you know. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. What you oh, trying to run away from? Technical difficulties, but um, technical difficulties. I gotta shout out my man Tev, cause like we was when we was putting together, uh, like I was putting together ideas for the podcast, and he was like, "Yo, uh, he just went down the uh Jada Kiss Why list of questions." So I made it a point to ask each of the guests one question from Why. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so your question, you know, to, to start this thing off is uh why is the industry designed to keep the artists in debt because at the (laughs) end of the day just like anything else like profit is power you know what i'm saying uh a lot of our society is built on like your value is based on how much like money you got so like the idea of like being able to almost enslave somebody like take their creativity, take their talents, take their hard work, take everything from it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like, because, and we'll get into more of this a little bit later, but because, you know, people are so passionate about their art and anything like that, like, oh, I can get all of this productivity. I can get all of this paper and all this profit off of this person. I ain't got to give them nothing because, you know, like, they just enjoy like this is something that they love this is something they want to do like they want their voice to be heard like all right cool but like let me throw some dollars on this and i'm not going to tell them how much we can actually make from this and i'm not going to give them what they were because you know what i'm saying like yeah it's a piece of their life but you know what i'm saying i signed the checks around here so like yeah it's the same it's the same reason that everything is going crazy right. it's the reason why you know uh what's his name bezos uh, gave his wife what was it like seventy five billion, right? And, and like, he, he already back up to two hundred and fifty billion. That fast. Like, and like for what? Like you don't yeah. need that much money. No. But you know what I'm saying? Again, like it goes back to you're only as valuable as the value that you get from a dollar. Mm-hmm. And like you know what I'm saying? Like that's just that's just the way the industry is. It's the way life is, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain people that treat you different, you know what I'm saying? You know how I go. Like, yeah. people who treat you different based on what they think you got, you know? Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Shout out to all my guys who went down to Miami on spring break. You know what I'm saying? Was renting the Lambos, but like had to sleep out on the beach because they what a place to stay. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. That's you know unfortunate. But that like and I hinted on that on the first episode, like it's about balance. I, I guess yeah. God bless me with the the uh, I guess the privilege to never have to like make those type of decisions. Like if yeah. I got a Lambo, I got a you know, if I'm renting a Lambo I got a hotel to stay in. Like I always yeah. been that type of guy. I did some wild shit one time. I went to Miami and had right. nowhere to stay, you know, but that that's a whole nother story. You know what I mean? But I knew uh, a nigga in Atlanta who had a whole Bentley and he had an apartment, but the apartment ain't had literally nothing in it. That's crazy. Like, my man was sleeping on the floor, but like he had that Bentley. Yeah. Like he pulled up on the scene, like you feel like he got it, but he really don't. Yeah, so that kind of falls in line with like just I guess this whole premise of the podcast. Like, yeah. so I'm going to tell people again: this podcast is for you know those that have a nine to five, a career, but still find themselves kind of entrenched in you know their passion or something that they would do if they didn't have it, or you know, may like the whole duality of having a nine to five and still being able to uh, fuel your passion. A lot of people fuel their passion with their nine to five. You get yeah, what I'm saying? So, know. and and I'm I'm a I benefit from that as well. Like I, I do that, but you know, I guess to start this off again, how like how coming from DC? How did coming from DC uh, influence you musically? Well, you know what I'm saying, the, the stereotypical, the stereotypical answer is going to be go-go. And like, I, I really thought about that question, like when you asked me, but like, it's hard to, it's hard to like steer away from go-go because like that's something that's solely ours. Like it's yeah, definitely, it's, your like, sound. It's, it's not up for debate that like it's from somewhere else and then like that, like that's us. Mm-hmm. And growing up in, a city where you like you have your own unique sound and like you know what I'm saying like people like uh you know what I'm saying like Big G and you know what I'm saying like Chuck and you know what I'm saying like Polo and everybody like that like those are legends like you see them riding down the street and it's like man I want to be just like them right uh and they yeah they never left DC either and they never left right and like you know what i'm saying like for all intents for all intents and purposes they live really good lives you know what i mean so like for me um growing up in that like every weekend it was like a different cd or something coming out with a different band from when they were performed at a location um you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Kokomo, who's a legend. You know what I'm saying? If you've been on Metro, you probably done caught a freestyle with Kokomo. <laughs> uh, you know, so being in an environment where you have that and like uh, people around here understand because they're playing actual live instruments and stuff like that, everybody from around here like has a different appreciation, I feel like, for music. Right. You know, because it's not just, you know, like, getting on something that's already, like, pre-produced and, you know, put together by something else. But, like, when you have conversations with people who are into the music and stuff like that here, you know, like, it's more it's more questions and conversations around, like, you know, technically 
how did you pull this off? How does it sound? Like, is it, you know, choppy? Is it a smooth, like, you know what I mean? Like, how does the production of it sound? Like, everything is important here. So, like, growing up around that level of detail of listening, like, that's how you really get invested because, like, I'm not just listening for what's going to be hot to everybody else. It's like your ear kind of gets a little trained in a sense like even if it's not technically like classically trained you like oh i know how this is supposed to sound or like Mm -hmm. where you know this bridge feels like a little lackluster for for like a track or something like that Mm -hmm. so like yeah like just growing up in kind of that and then you know cookouts and stuff um you know you got 102.3 102.3 you got 96.3 you got quiet storm and uh those are like radio station radio shows but like again you get you know a lot of the live instrumentation from the go-go you get all of the old school stuff so like being around here you know it was a lot of you know old heads it was a lot of people's parents having cookouts playing that music and mm-hmm. so like you're constantly inundated and like entrenched in that lifestyle. So like, that's what it was for me. Like you can't really grow up outside and not get involved. Right. Yeah. And I mean, as, as much of home based go-go is like, um, I always respected go-go. I was never into it. You know, I was naturally, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like where, where you from is a product of like what you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Gogo, I respected it and like that's definitely some DC shit. And what I always respected, it's always that those couple of Gogo songs that's gonna kinda be wherever. Like you go to the essence. Like even Jill Scott, do you want it on your collard green? Like yeah, she yeah, she yeah. copied the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like she yeah. copied the 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 format of a go-go song and it's a lot of like, you know, or things like pretty girl where it had like go-go influence in the beat. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I always respect it. Like you go to the Essence Festival, you go in here, um, sardines, pork and beans, like they may just throw yeah. it in the set. So yeah. it already, I, it, I know y'all got y'all like, you know, y'all like an artist that's like Chuck, Chuck Brown, like he right. he's known pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, Even once you don't realize like, yeah. but like, Everybody knows that song. Like doing yeah. the is like international at this point. It was that's on Martin. Go-Go. It's Go Go. Like, yeah, it was, that's it was, what it is. You know, it was on Martin. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that was the well. Granted, Martin is from DC, so he probably yeah. threw that in there. Yeah, he probably threw that in that episode on purpose. But you know, that was based in Detroit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's definitely the like couple of songs that definitely made it outside the region. You know, mm-hmm. and, and they catchy, like even the covers, look at, you know, the look at my fan. Like, yeah. I remember every girl from my city singing that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's so dope. So that's why I always respected it, because, like, it's still, if it's good, it's going to break, you know. Yeah. And then you, if you realize, I've listened to albums and heard, like, some type of, like, go-go influence. Like, we heard some Calypso drum in the back, mm-hmm. something, go-go influence. And it's like, I always respected it because it's such a home-based sound. Yeah. Like, you and, know like, what I'm when, you, when you hear it, it's not, it's not something like, 
it's not something that you could be like, oh, like where's this person from, or like where's this style you of sound it. from. It's like you know it, like yeah. you hear it, like oh nah, that's like that's mm. definitely DC, that's definitely Go Go. There's no question that's about true. it. So like yeah, nah, like it's just original, and it's like anything that you live, you know. Right. So yeah. is that just being that close to, uh, like a a unique sound? Um, did that is that the reason like matter of fact we're gonna run it like this what if you were in the industry in the music industry what like what would you be doing and like why is that pretty much uh definitely like artist management like a and r stuff like that finding you know finding those new talents that new sound you know the next best thing uh because a lot of the culture with you know go go is like everybody got a bank like growing up everybody had a bank so like even if y'all was just playing y'all was just drumming on a desk in school like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because we looked up to you know the back yards the junk yards essence you know trouble funk uh ccb tcb i could go on and on and on right. it's extensive yeah it's a, it's a list mm-hmm. and that's because everybody had like everybody had a band so like the the big thing was knowing what the next band was going to be like being put on to them early so like for me so like it was kind of like a pride thing like oh you heard and like it might not even be a new band but like it could be like i they play you know three shows in a month at three different locations right. and like if you got the you got the CD with the recording from the best location when they like really crank the song like it's like twelve minutes long and like they shouting out everybody hood and they, yeah it turned like, into a jam session for yeah real. so like having access to that and being the first one that to be able to put somebody on to that it was like that was a big deal so like I've always like felt like that would be a thing that I wanted to do being able to put somebody onto the next thing that I felt good about that you know what I'm saying I like listening to and like we've had the discussion before from like a management aspect of it is I feel that sometimes when when artists are trying to manage their own career like when they're trying to manage their own moves from like a business side of things like your creativity can go to the wayside. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because now you got to think about, you know, uh, and you start getting, and you start getting like apprehensive about, you know, like what's more marketable, you know what I'm saying? Like, are these people going like it and stuff like that? Yeah. Whereas, you know, like the reason why people started listening to you is because you are who you are. Right. It gets lost. It gets lost. It gets right. lost in the shuffle. So, like, my main goal has always been because, like, I enjoy and I appreciate the music and the artistry. Um, it, and because, like, honestly, I played the tuba in high in uh, middle That's school. That's what's up. I was trash. <laughs> I was trash, but like you know said, I just like being around the music. Yeah. So, it's like, finding that lane where you can be involved in that creative process without being the best at creating yeah we created yeah you gotta find your niche you know what i mean like like you don't get me wrong like like i can't rap like 
absolutely can't rap. Like, don't ask me to freestyle. Damn, I was going to have you freestyle, bro. My bad, bro. Put a bar together or something, man. But listen, though. But listen, though. Like, when it's a good bar, I'm a fan of it. Like, I'm going to hit you like, yo, like, like, do you realize you said this? Yeah, Rob does that. So, like, for people that don't know, the, um, I do music and like me and Rob, that's how we connected initially because I'll go back to the story when Ashley, which is who is my girl. Um, this is a funny story. She introduced him to me through a rap video. So when you hear, and I hate telling people I rap, like I got, I'm confident about it now. Um, but like when I was younger, I was like a, a very shy about it. So like, I never wanted to, and that's another reason that I made the show, because I don't know what I want to be introduced. Sometimes I want to be introduced as just me, you know, because, like, when you say you rap, it brings a whole nother, like, it can bring a, a whole nother, like, hey, uh, lane of intention, or it can be like, this nigga's I'm stupid. A, I'm going to stop you right there, because when Ashley said that, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, he raps. And, like, because I don't know if, you know, we going with Barry and Lingo in the show. Yeah, bro, we can, so, whatever you feel, like, bro. He, he was like, oh, yeah, Barry raps. And I was like, and that was still before, like, <laughs> the face. I met you. That was still before I met you. I'm like, first of all, this nigga's name is Barry. Like, because, again, I didn't know you. Like, you went my man back there. I'm telling you the whole story. Like, first of all, this nigga's I mean, Second of all, he's from Baltimore, and now you telling me he raps. So, like, in my mind... I'm doomed. Man, She's doomed. This is Lil' Sis. I'm like, this nigga gonna have her driving the studio sessions. Oh, my God. Probably ain't got no job. And it's <laughs> ah, that's job. fucked up. You it's see where rap put us, bro? We listen, should get a better rap, bro. Listen, we should get a better rap, but, like, you'd be surprised with the number of niggas that, like, I know... From like middle school, who like mm-hmm. you know, ain't got yeah, shit going you know for this. Like the worst thing that ever happened was when I think it was Oswin Benjamin was on like Sway in the morning, and he was like, and they were talking about how he like was unemployed at the time, and he was like, he was basically saying, yeah, I'm unemployed because this is my plan A, and if it, this is my plan A, I don't need a plan B. Too many niggas adopted that. And I want you niggas to know everybody. on this episode of the podcast to stop that. <laughs> y'all need jobs. Like, you know, and that's it, fine. And that's, that's why we fine. created it's this. Okay. Because it's, it's fine. Okay. You can it's die fine. by your passion, but still be smart about it, my nigga. And some of you niggas need to know when your passion is just out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Just because you good in the rec league don't mean that you get pro. You yeah. know, no pro like yeah. today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or tomorrow or, you know, years down the road. But that's neither here nor there. But back to the story. So when she said that, oh, yeah, he raps too, I went in and tried here, G. Like, <laughs> that's a fact, though. Like, she, she sent me the video, and I promise you, I probably sat on the video for, like, three days. Okay. Like, without watching it. Okay. I was just, and, like, I just... And it just stayed unopened. Like, I didn't open that text thread. <laughs> it, was just a it was just sitting there. It's a different so, like, responsibility that come when you it. open that text thread, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, me, I'm an honest singer. My shit on red. So, like, I'm going to open it. You're going to see that I saw it. So, like, I didn't open it. And uh, she sent me another text, like, later on in the week. Oh, I love it. Did about you see something it? Totally, about oh, something totally, totally different. different. Okay. 
And so, like, then I was like, damn, I got to look at this. Mm. So then when I opened it, and, like, I was finally listening to it, I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? This nigga going to say, like, you know what I'm saying? He might be all right. And then I listened to it, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, nah, let me run that again. Because, like, that was all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was still kind of hesitant. I was like, wait a minute. That, that was a little all right. Let me, let me run that back again. And so, like, then I found myself just running it back, like, probably, like, three or four times. I was like, yo, this shit is fire. And every time I ran it, I was like, okay, that's something different that I picked up on. That's something different that I picked up on. And then I hit Ashley. I was like, yo, where is everything else at? Right. Like, and that's when she sent me uh so, so alive. alive. Okay. So alive. Yeah. And like so alive, I promise you, bro. You probably gotta leave I don't know how many streams it takes to make a dollar. <laughs> but like I promise you probably got a dollar from me, G. Okay. Just like, I, I appreciate it, bro. Consistently. Consistently. Yeah, bro. That was crazy. So alive was special because that was like the first thing I ever put on like platform like the you know apple yeah. spotify so it was special and um yeah i appreciate that because i mean and i would you know i was just about to ask you you had to you have you ever had to be truthful about somebody talent like in their face like no nah, this ain't for you you know for sure like you know and it, and it's always weird because like for me I'm a I'm a pretty I'm a truthful guy. Like well, I think I'm a truthful guy. Mm. So like for me it's finding a way to be truthful without like completely demolishing like your feelings. So like you know yeah, some yeah. Pe- some people depending on what I know about them already like I'm just not going like I won't have the conversation. Like don't ask me because I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Like because I know you can't take the how truth. I say this. Like I can't protect you from right. It. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? So like, and then there are other people where like, you know, you thought that they was going to be good with it, but then you come back to them where you know your honest critic, your your honest critique or like your review of it, and then they mad. So like, but like for me, it's like you know, you ask me for an honest opinion, you know, yeah. I'm gonna give you an honest answer. So yeah. at the end of the day, like. How you feel about it, what I say is totally on you. Right. If you want me to just say, yeah, that's fire, without actually listening to it, just don't send it to me. Just tell me to post it. And then, like, if I'm bored or something like that, I might give you a a go. You know what I'm saying? Right. Post it one time for the people. You know what I'm saying? And that's really only, like, if you my, like, you my man. Like, you my folks. I will say this. You... I've known you to be careful with that even because people know you to have like an extensive music history. Like, you know, about a lot of things that other people yeah. don't, you know, just whether it's locally, whether it's like old school, like old, old school. Like when you poured the, um, the sample to can't get enough out the bag, I was like, okay, Rob is different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause Bob, Rob, if you, if you don't know, he has a, uh, he has a couple of playlists on, um, He's, he can be a curator too. Like not even only a manager, like he knows how to put some shit together. And we went to a DJ set, uh, shout out to DJ Oso oh Fresh. It's actually in DC. Oh, so Fresh is crazy. Yeah, from, for my birthday from uh, for last year, 2019. And Oso oh Fresh pretty much, what he'll do is he'll play a sample and then he'll play 
No, he'll play the original version of the song, and then he'll play the newer version of the song. And he did that oh, all night. night. Yeah, yeah. He did it all night. Yeah, he did it all night. Yeah. Was to the point you was like, damn, that is where that came from. You know yeah. what I mean? So Rob, we got we had various discussions about that. Rob curated a playlist where he did the same thing. But the thing is, the nigga did it so fast that he ran out of room. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had yeah, to make yeah. like two playlists, two other playlists. Nah, we definitely on three, bro. We, we on three? Shit, bro. Like, and yeah, that's like, only because I can't go back and break down that person. That person is long. Like, by mistake though because we mistake, though, nigga, yeah. it was a saturday and this was early in quarantine this was march like it was a saturday and like i we just sometimes shout out to cj which is another good brother uh upon the, the group we get in these conversations about just like music and stuff and like it just flows and flows so we were sending rob mad stuff rob was coming up with mad stuff and it was just like hold on it, the playlist is full bro i can't i can't like yeah. i've reached my limit yeah. so we kept it going because i always liked it's kind of like doing history but being able to like enjoy enjoy the audio of the history like it's like the nigga is giving you a lesson but at the same time it's so enjoyable you feel me yeah, yeah like i and, always respected that and for me like knowing knowing the history of like breaking down like all right where did this sample come from like it's a, it's kind of a twofold thing because like you know number one like I only put songs on there that I that I really like. I really feel like when they come on, like I'm jamming, like that's my right. song. And uh, so, number one, finding the link to like where it came from, like it adds a level of like, yo, I really fuck with this song because of how you know the producer like flipped this one part, like, and it could be like a microsecond or something. Yeah. Like, you find it, and it's like, damn, like, how yeah. do you get it in there and for it to make that big of an impact? And then number two, just from like a, like you said, from like a historical standpoint, a lot of what I found as far as like, you know, like my continuing playlist of like old school and stuff like that came from like, oh, yeah, you know, this person uh, sampled Switch, and like, then you like, okay, what's up with Switch? Switch was a band, you know what I'm saying? And what's really fly about them is like everybody played every instrument. Right. So like in the middle of a set, they would all switch instruments, and that's how you came up with the name. Right. But like, then you go and you look at like other stuff that they got, and it's like, nah, like they was rocking, like they got like jams, like they really out here had some work going and it was just you know again going back to that first question of why is the industry so shady you know what I mean like you know it's plenty of bands and groups from back then that should have way more money yeah and like you see them more unsung and like mm -hmm. and they tell you how many times their shit been sampled and they ain't been paid and for they ain't got nothing for it yeah it's, it's unfortunate and um so, and that brings me up to my next question. Like, is there anything that you've seen happen on the level that you're at to make you be like, I ain't fucking with the industry. I'm going to just keep maintaining, you know, the duality of it so I can keep, you know, the love for it. It goes, it goes into that whole idea of like people not having a job because like their plan A is the, is the plan that's going to get them out. Um, I've seen a lot of people end up 
doing music in a style and manner that like isn't them. Like it's not authentic to who they are. So like, you name, you, you style, name it, like them. we naming niggas. We naming niggas. Who listen, <laughs> listen, you know, you niggas know who you are. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not going. I'm not going. I don't want to put their name out there because for me, that's not as important for what I want. For what mm-hmm. I want to do, like I want to shout out the niggas that I know that are like actually doing something, like right. actually pushing the culture forward. So like I ain't going name drop niggas who who not doing it, but you know who you are. But and, side note, even with that, um, those people that that feel the need to kind of like crumble to like get success or like kind of yeah. dilute themselves, find yourself, man, because yeah. at the end of the day. Um, it's it's even just living regular life. You gonna look back and be like, why did I ever turn yeah, to I you know? And, and it's unfortunate, like that is set up for people to actually kind of water themselves down to be acceptable. Yeah. Acceptable because if honestly, if you want to be acceptable to a crowd and having to dilute yourself, then that's not the crowd for you because it, you just have to. You know, I say work harder and finding like people that's gonna like Lupe. He's one of those dudes that's never gonna. He tried too. Like he 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 took an attempt like on lasers. I say he he took an attempt to be more musical and more dumbed down. Yeah. You know, and he hated himself for it. From what I've read, and now like I don't think he'll ever attempt that again. And I love Lupe. Lupe's like some like one of my top artists still yeah, to this day. Show. And like I think about. I think about like seeing seeing people go through that and it's like I and it and it's hurt like it hurts me, you know what I'm saying? Because like at one point, you know what I mean, like you might have been one of my favorite artists, like even if it was local, like you was probably up there, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give everybody they just do. But when you start to water it down or like try and become more more marketable you know, it it turn like for me it turns me off to your music, honestly. Yeah. Like even if you come back to like your original sound, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like I would never know. Because yeah. I'm probably not listening no more. Like, all right, if we name a niggas, I'm a name I'm only name niggas that I know that are already getting money. Yeah. So like because again, like I don't want I don't want to mess with nobody's ability to earn. But like niggas like like Wiz. Honestly, bro, like I've been kind of off with for a while because mm-hmm. like the nigga did like some real commercial shit. Like mm-hmm. it's like that first, like for the first rolling papers, I wasn't feeling. I'm gonna be careful too. I'm gonna just be real with it. So like to go from like cushion orange juice and Taylor Alderdice and like, even the um. The joint, the mixtape Lex Luthor produced the whole mixtape. He produced the whole, and it got Taylor Gang, Taylor Cabin Fever. Yeah. Cabin Fever was fire. Yeah, yeah. Cabin but Fever. Listen, listen. Mm. From mm. a historical standpoint, and I had this argument with somebody, and like I forget who I was arguing this with, but like I damn near put him out my car. Like I was that passionate about. Damn. Him. My whole thing was if Wiz. With it, like when he started out, let's say, let's say like 2009, right? Mm-hmm. Is when you first start hearing about Wiz, or like really start hearing about him. Like it's probably projects before that, but like 2009 to 2013, Wiz, 
is prime Wiz. Like it's the best he's ever been, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm almost scared to think that that's the best he ever will be. Mm-hmm. If Wiz would have stopped in 2013, and that was uh, Taylor Alderdice, mm-hmm. if he would have just stopped at Taylor Alderdice, he would be legendary, unstoppable, unfuckwittable. Nobody could ever like say that he's not great. What's the what's the joint? Would he look like Jimi Hendrix on the um, cover? It was O N F I C? I think he had the song with the weekend, yeah. and that was like to me. I I think I like the album, but Wiz showed flashes of being like able to like dive into a like a whole different vibe, like the song with Pharrell, right? And um, I forget the other dude name in it, but like. He was rapping on some other, you know, even Taylor Alderdice, like he was rapping, rapping, yeah, you know, nah, and it, for sure. like almost on some lyrical, like as close to a lyrical as Wiz going to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, nah, sure. but it was dope. And it was just like, damn, you know what I mean? Like where this yeah. come? And granted, Wiz, when he first came out, when he was signed to um, the same label, Rest in Peace, Mac Miller, Rostrum. when he signed to Rostrum Records, he sounded like Joel Santana, like the first Mixtape yeah. I ever heard of Wiz, he you could tell he was like mad dipset influence. Yeah. And it was like so I just to kind of see the I guess the crescendo like his change and then to just because after that uh joint about Paul Walker, it's not about Paul Walker, it was for Fast and Furious, but it happened to be perfectly placed yeah. for Paul Walker. It was just like I can't do it no more. You yeah, no, nah, I mean? it was like respect that was, that was too much of a that was too much of a, a turn for me. Like and you know what I'm saying, like maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm too much of a curious, but it's like who like the one of the reasons why uh speaking of speaking of Wiz, one of his like the best collaborations ever, him and Currency. And Currency is my man. And the reason why Currency is my man is because he's consistent. Yeah. Like super consistent. And I remember watching a uh I watched an interview about Currency about when he left uh when he left Cash Money, mm-hmm. because like he was supposed to be the first one off of Young Money, mm-hmm. uh, everybody remembers those tour bus videos when it was him and oh, Wayne man. in there, and like yeah. those are some of the best tour bus videos ever. Yeah. But Currency was talking about how you know he was in the studio with Wayne and them, and like everybody was talking about you know like. You know, regular like the guns, the drugs, and everything. He's like, I'm not that type of guy. He was like, That's not me. Like, that's just not me. And, you know, shout out to Wayne because, you know, you you know, he was signed to Wayne. So, like, there's the whole business behind that. Like, he just apparently, in some way, shape, or form, he went to Wayne and was like, Yo, I got to do my own thing. Right. And, like, they they just let him go. And then Jet Life took off. And Jet Life took off. And what's what's even more important to me, and I think it's more important, I would love for people to, like, study his grind and, like, how he came up and everything like that more because currency stayed consistent and true to himself, and he's still getting money. Right. Like maybe not as much as like somebody or how as much as you think somebody who's more commercially out and open would yeah. get. You know what I'm saying? Because like because we again going back to the original idea, we think that, you know, more money means more value. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, currency, you know, take care of his money, he flipped it into some businesses that he's, you know, passionate about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, he's just he's just using, you know, and he can have fun with his music. So that's safe to say, like, you will model yourself after currency, like, as far as business yeah. aspect goes. Yeah, from, like, a business aspect, like, I think of, like, currency, um, shout out to, you know, Master P for, you know, building up and being able to take product to a to a major label and like that grind and that. because like Master P is still getting money off of who do you like a and, lot of money off and of that's you. so great because that's one of the best like anthemic songs like Hootie yeah. Who like just to work out yeah. to or just be in a in an environment where you yeah. you need some hype shit if like that joke comes on you you going crazy in the crib or na 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 oh my yeah make him say uh yeah like, he's a he's yeah. a legend you and like. Know. And then that's another dude that like he keeps recreating himself. Like, yeah, he didn't did everything in the book. You know, it's cliche as people, you know, because we we always hear that like Master P is like one of the dudes that did everything in the book. And since this is like the podcast for the people, I'm gonna also shout out um, <laughs> Ashley Father, Mr. Fred. He's another guy that like I know that did everything. Shout you know, yeah. Shout out to Mister Fred. Like he he's a guy that I know like that is the closest thing uh, to a master P on the local level. Like um, just own property. He did everything. You know, yeah. ref ref basketball. Yeah. Um, worked in in other places that you know he just did it just to get to like stepping stone like stepping stones to him come like very fast because he he just he's just so active like he's the closest thing think about him think about him reffing basketball yeah Mr. Fred loved basketball yeah so like now he's getting paid to do something that he loved to do yeah I mean like it might not be as lucrative as somebody else might think it is but like Anytime you getting paid to do something that you would already do for free, like mm-hmm. I feel like you already starting out at a profit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because like it's, it's the older I get, you know, I realize that like having having more money doesn't necessarily mean more stability. And like when I say stability, I'm talking about overall. Like yeah, you might be able to pay all your bills and everything like that. But if you have to work 80 hours a week, so much so that you come home to like can't even enjoy the money. house that you can't even enjoy. Yeah. Like it's, it's like it's fools out here that got 12 bedroom houses that ain't never, never seen. home. Yeah, never home. It's yeah. like you got to make the mortgage and stuff like that. Like, well, I think that's just because like you like, like I said, we grew up or the way like we try to present things. We we let people know like it's more than one way to do something so that's the balance so yeah. speaking of that like what um you know what'd you get your degree in in Morehouse so my degree was in uh business administration with a concentration of marketing makes sense so makes you know, perfect sense because that yeah. now that even aligns with the whole managerial thing like yeah. yeah so that's even more dope that you said that because even having a degree in in business administrative marketing it that's a that's still like you can put that on a, a resume for a business yeah. but also utilize that on the 
you on, know, on, on, the on, on the passion side, you know, you know. On the passion side, you know what I'm saying? On the artistic side, again, somebody has to be there to make sure that the deals, number one, go through, and number two, and more importantly, make sure that the deals are legitimate and good for all parties involved. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, a lot of people you know, get messed up in the industry and stuff like that because they don't know how to read their paperwork. Mm -hmm. You know, like they don't know like how the splits work, how warranties work. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to know to read that fine print and like, you know, I'm not the smartest dude in the world. I'm still probably going to have somebody look over something that I've already looked over. You know what I'm saying? But that's what you pay people for, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and that would be my lane, like, to be able to be like, if, you know, I got an artist to get a contract, like, all right, I'm going to read over this. And like, all right, it looks all right to me. There are a few adjustments that I would make, but like finding the connection to, you know, somebody who with like a law degree, like, nah, go over this, read this. And like, you tell me from a legal perspective, like, you know what I'm saying? what outs mm-hmm. I have if I feel like, you know, we not getting what we need to from, you know, uh, a management or record company or something right. like that. You know, like, what, what are we, what should we be asking for as far as, you know, like distribution and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, nah, like having that background and understanding just business deals on a general and like a grand scale, like you can, you can use that to, you know, move your passion forward. So, like, that's another thing, like, people be like, I'm not going to say the college is for everybody, Mm -hmm. because I know some people that are really, you know, uh, really successful without college, Mm -hmm. and, like, college isn't something that's, like, automatically going to make you more successful than anybody, Mm -hmm. because the the number one thing with anything that you're doing, whether it's your passion or your regular job, is, like, you got to work at it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be the smartest person in the world, but, like, if you don't have no drive, like, you're not going to go nowhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like having a sports car. You know what I'm saying? You got a, you got a nice-ass engine. But if you ain't got no wheels, like, what the, Are you what the fuck get is the you purpose? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, nah, like, you can you can definitely use that to finesse. Um you find people that do things that that you that you that might be interesting or might be compatible with what you do. So, what's a natural trait that you hone that you think will get you like in the door of you know these managerial positions and stuff? What, what would you say that's like really uh, unique about you? Uh, for me, like if I'm passionate about it, like if I believe in it, like I'm gonna work. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's true. Cause, cause for me, like the work is, is much in benefit of like who I'm working for. Um, but it's all, it's just as much a representation of who I am. Like, I don't want nobody to be, ever be able to say like, you know, they, they outwork me. Right. Like they might get to something better than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like whatever happened, you know, like everything is chance. So, you know, like they might end up in a different position than me, but like, I'm never going to be upset if somebody ends up, you know, making more than me or something like that. If I know that I worked hard at it. Right. Because at the end, because at the end of it, for me, like it's just the legacy aspect of it. 
Like, I want people to be able to say, like, yo, like, Rob, that was a good dude. Like, he was solid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you asked him to do something, like, he was going, he was going to try his damnedest to get it done. So, like, that's me. Right. Like, you so, ask me to, you, like, I, like I always tell you, you know what I'm saying? You the general, I'm a soldier. You point, I shoot. And I'm going to keep shooting until you tell me to stop. Right. And you, you definitely shot for me. You go cover me in, in a lot of situations, you know, and I more to come, I'm, it, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, uh, and I feel like that has to do with like having a genuine heart because it's like, you don't know me from a can of paint, like, or you didn't know me from a can of paint right. once we, you know, and, and, and it's still things that you don't necessarily know about me, right. but mm-hmm. it's, it's like, but you can't, you can't fake genuine genuinity. I don't know how to pronounce it. Genuinity. How you pronounce it, bro? You can't fake being genuine. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be complicated, you know, yeah, mispronouncing stuff. Hey, I'm sorry. I have these New mental lapses like sometimes. Genuinity. You know? New word alert. Write yeah, it down. Genuinity. Uh-huh. I think that I think that is that's how you pronounce it. I got you it right the first time and then Daniel Webster, if that's not in the dictionary, holla at us. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? We'll sell it to you. You know what I mean? We need to get paid. But like I said, speaking of pay, like Rob has don't lead with the notion to get paid off of somebody like and I, I honestly think that's also like a good defense because it's like, how do I know like what you have is lucrative enough to even like get paid off of you? But even in a sense, like, OK, if I like you as a person, I'm going to be behind you more rather than just like a business, you know, venture. And it may not. Like I like I work off passion too, you know what I'm saying. So I don't like, um, and that's I think that's what scares me about possibly like formulating new relationships with people that I don't care for because you got to, you know what I'm saying. And 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 that's probably one of my uh, biggest things to keep me back because I don't like being fake, and I understand that you run into a plethora of fake people, and me not dealing with fake people on a regular, I feel like I may react that may, you know, costly. Like I may, you know, or or distance myself and kind of put myself in some type of bind because of not wanting to partake with people not that I don't see. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like fearful. And, um, you know, I got to get over that because we run into fake people every day. But in the sense that I'm so, I like, kind of like, I'm passion-based about a lot of things. Like I'm motivated passionately or like, you know, deeply from the inside about things. So it's like to run a risk of having to compromise that for somebody else. Cause I, I'm not going to bite my tongue, but at the same time, I'm not going to try to disrespect people. I don't never yeah. leave. I leave with respect and I can respectfully tell somebody like, nah, bro, that's not what I'm doing. You yeah, know what I mean? Nah, sure. But it, it's definitely a fear in, you know, possibly um, running into that and having to, cause once you kind of indulge in the fakeness that makes you fake too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's hard to, it's hard to get back to where you need to be. Right. Like, especially like if you're, if you're fake with a person one time, like now you got to be that level with them all the time. Cause that's how especially they know you. It's the first impression. Cause yeah, yeah. that's how they know you. Mm-hmm. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if so, you tell somebody that you enjoy what they do or like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I really like that. You got to mean it. About you, like, it's got to be consistent. You can't yeah, get them probably. later on. Like, oh, no. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I have talked about that before. But. Speaking of that, like, so what's, I said, you know, I told you to describe a unique trait. So what's, uh, 
unique trait that's not so beneficial to like your progressive uh, your progression that you have uh Yeah, we gotta be honest today, bro. We can't, we can't yeah, just, sir. you know what I mean? Oh, we, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, probably, probably being passionate about the people, like, if I, like, being too, sometimes I can be too passionate about the things that I, that I believe in. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, the, for me, and like it's a big thing, especially like when you're dealing with like any industry, but like you know what I'm saying, since we're talking about you know being an artist and creativity, like for me, at some point, like having to know when you know something is a compromise versus it being like you completely changing yourself, right? Like that would that would that sometimes gets in my way. Because okay. sometimes I look at people and they like they might have a suggestion or something. I'm like, nah, you trying to change who I am. And like <laughs> I get amped up about it. And then later on I'm like, damn, like it wasn't really them trying to change me. It was like adding this thing to my you know what I'm saying, adding this thing to my repertoire, adding this to my tool bag, you know what I'm saying? So like Later on, I can use it. Like, I could, you know what I'm saying? I could pull this out later on. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's understanding and, like, uh, maneuvering and, like, kind of walking that fine line of, like, not being offended when people ask, like, oh, like, well, what if you just tweak this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, discerning whether people are trying to tell me to change how I do things or like just add something like compromise on something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Nah, that's my, that's my big thing. Like I've I've had me correct when it comes to like telling me like, Oh, why don't you try this? Yeah. It's like, I'm already like all to the races. Like, Oh, you don't fuck with it. Yeah. And you know, and, and yeah, you have to be able to tell a difference, but I, I tell a story and I, I think I've told you this before. So um, I was in a barbershop and uh, my uncle, he's not my uncle, like blood uncle, but like shout out to- uh, he, he a black uncle. Yeah, he my black uncle because he's been cutting my hair since <laughs> I was eight. Like, you know, so, so that's, what's that? Almost, yeah, about- 21 years <laughs> you know he like so he's a part of the family yeah he's a part of the family and um he always like he he respects like everybody who's doing something outside of like work like he's an artist he's like for the people um and um shout out to Bilal's cuts uh you know go see my uncle uncle b uncle d i call him uncle. i met him as uncle daryl you know what i'm saying but shout out to uncle d and um he, he, we, it was mad early in the shop. Sometimes I get to the shop mad early and yeah. uh, I put, I put my album on for him and like my, the EP, which is uh, the standstill EP out now, you know, uh, that's out now. Yeah. All right now. Um, the streams up. Go get it, you know, run it up, you know, just in it. And, and if you ain't going to really listen to it, just put it, you know, quiet it on and just keep it on repeat for a nigga, you know. Just, just do it overnight. I'm trying to get these payouts, you know. Times, times is different. I promise y'all going to fuck with it. You're going to fuck with it, you know. And if you don't, just just help a fellow fellow brother out. Right. But, um, yeah, so we, um, 
I put the album on and you know how I talk. Like every time, like, so when I rap, every time I, you know, rap, I kind of find myself as it, like, I try to give a dissertation while I rap. Like, you know, I, I, I put it on the screen for people, but I also like, I don't make it catchable. Like sometimes, you know, simple is better, but then sometimes it's not like, you know what I mean? Because I'm an artist. So I try to create my way of creating, you know, I studied words. I always study words. Like, so my way of creating is finding a new way, like nobody. And a lot of lyricists way of creating is finding a new way to say something that everybody said, but like, or finding something that nobody has ever said before. Right. So, um, and understand like my crowd is my crowd. Like I was talking about earlier, I'm not going to, you know, and that's whole, that's a whole benefit of having duality. Like I know that I'm, since I know I don't really have to do music for revenue in a sense, I would like to, uh, you know what I mean? I would like it to be a big part of my income because, you know, I'm passionate about it, but right. the fact that I don't have to do it for revenue, I don't have to uh, cater to anybody. I don't want to either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the dude, it was another guy, the guy, me and the guy spoke before and we had like a deep combo and he, you know, he was bigging me up about being mature, like, you know, feel, seeming like I'm older than what I am and all that. We had a very intellectual combo. So, but that day, I don't know what happened because I put the uh, music on and he was like, I like it, you know, but everybody ain't going to get it. So you might got to talk about the dope one time and then bring it back around, you know, put the medicine in the candy. And I'm like, well, uh, excuse me. I never sold drugs. You know what I mean? Like, like I I never, you know, I never shot anybody. I never, you know, like I never did any wild shit in, in, in that manner. So it's just like for you to kind of like, cause that's a critique within itself. You know, people don't realize that, but it's like, just say it's not for you. Yeah, you know, like just just because you intellectual don't mean you want to listen to intellectual music, and I understand that. Right. Like, yeah. and I and I get that. Uh, so, but the way he said that, I was just like, I just shut up because you know, I respectfully, I just was taking in what he was saying. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yo, he tripping. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could never fake the funk. Like, I couldn't even sleep at night if I <laughs> put something in a song that I never did. Like. Right, Everything yeah. I rap about, I've done. You know what I mean? Like, and and I keep it that way because I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna try to sound like more intelligent than what I am. I'm not gonna try to come off more street than you know, like from whatever experience I had because I'm not. You know, I come from it, but I'm not it. You know, I'm you know, yeah. I'm of it because you grow up in different. And the like, thing about it is, it's somebody out here who knows, like, yeah, and like he not that, yeah, yeah. Barry, I grew up with that nigga. He ain't yeah. that. Like, I don't, you know, and you know, like he two parents at home, right? You feel <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, that nigga come from a nice home with his own room. But I mean, is but and again, it's still people that come from that uh, that do that too. You know what I mean? But I'm just yeah. not, I'm not that guy. And um, granted things change when you grow into adulthood, but like, I feel like my path has been very, you know, very, uh, I guess, uh, same. I've been very much the same in that manner. Like I never really, you know, I've did some scary things before. I've did things out of fear before, you know what I'm saying? But I never really dove in that lane of, you know, flipping and like whatever. So for for him to say that, it was just like, Nigga, do you know how old I am? But that, for goes, me- that goes back to that idea of, like, 
he probably meant it from an aspect of like what's gonna make you more profitable right and, and like, like what's gonna get more people to hear you because then you can like do that and then come back and then do this but i'm like no i'm gonna keep doing this and then get famous for that and you just steadily see like the growth because the instrumentation is going to get better the 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 flow is going to get better like if you a skill like if you if you work off a skill and like you actually are a student of whatever you're doing it's going to naturally progress and even just from repetitiously like doing it is going to rapidly progress if you really like art about what you say you're about you know what i mean yeah. so i don't want to get good at talking about shit i didn't do exactly. <laughs> like so mm-hmm. it's just one of those things that yeah, it, a lot of niggas in trouble yeah uh-huh. you know and, and and just as recent and that happened pretty recent so it was just like that kind of stuck with me you know what i mean but um so back to dc is it what's do, do you notice like a trend in like the type of music like the the young people making that's trying to like get on or or just be a part of the industry? I feel like a lot more people are talking like, you know, it's 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 that tough talk. Like it's it's more trap beats, you know, and more maybe not necessarily trap, but like it's like some weird hybrid of like trap and like drill. If you mm-hmm. can like if you can kind of imagine that. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely like, it's some dope selling and you know what I'm saying? There's some gun talking and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, it's it's really kind of, it's, it's a little all over the place. Honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like some people from the city have kind of like, like, like we talked about earlier, like Go-Go is its own identity, like, one of the things that I really loved about and I was passionate about saying that I was from the city and I'm from here is because like we had like our own unique way of doing things. Right. Like and I'm not gonna tell somebody not to not to speak their truth. Like if you was really out here in the field, you was really out there doing it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a different way of talking about it. Um, my concern is that everybody is trying to be too commercially viable, mm-hmm. and so what happens is they're they're overstating what they did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I had like for me because I like you know what I'm saying. Like we talked about it. I'm really big into the music, so I like you know what I'm saying. I like the intellectual shit. Just like I like the you know ten hour smoke shit. Just like I like the party shit. Right. Just like I like the you know in the streets getting it trap shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, if you out here 15, 16 years old, you can't tell me you ran no empire. Yeah. Like you went out here moving pounds and keys and all of this you, stuff. You like, may know somebody that did it, but you might know somebody who did it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like probably, you know, your older cousins, your uncle, your <laughs> daddy and them and stuff like that. But that wasn't true. Like uh matter of fact, like I know this is probably a question that you was gonna ask, but like something that, I think this might be something that you was gonna ask. It was mm-hmm. like something that you saw at a show or something like that. I remember I was at a show with my man uh with my man, he's a DJ, uh my man Dre. Shout mm-hmm. out to DJ Audio AJ and my What's guy. up, DJ Audio? Yeah, nigga. He guy. looked out. Yeah, he looked out. He's a yeah. good dude. But we was at a show 
and like some of the little niggas was, uh, was you know rapping mm-hmm. about all these guns he had and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying all this money he was getting from like all these packs he was moving and living <laughs> cutting and chopping it down and you know what I'm saying got girls in the house butt naked you know weighing it up and everything like that Boy. and like somebody just from the back was like nigga you ain't do none of that oh none of shit none of it damn then <laughs> and that that wasn't even the worst part about it. He was talking about how, you know what I'm saying, like he he was the ultimate ladies man, like a girl wanted him, mm. you know what I'm saying, his girl, you know what I'm saying, like she ain't looking for nobody else, you know what I'm saying? He got her, he got your girl and anything like that. All the time his girl really was there. But like she was definitely getting wrapped up by like a whole new crew of niggas. Oh like my, my man God. came on stage and like after just talking to all this like big kingpin drug dealing pimp type shit like just all to the side. God crying. will show you who crying. you are. Crying, bro. Yeah. Crying, talking about my my girl is a hoe. I just gotta accept it. Yeah. Like this nigga <laughs> got into a fight with her at the end when the club let out. Mm. Um, almost got hit by eighteen wheeler. That was the crazy part. Because like they was in the middle of the street fighting, he was talking about some. How you gonna be talking to these dudes right in front of me, duh? Like, damn. He like completely almost missed the eighteen wheeler, like coming at him, like so. So like you see wild stuff like that, and it's like yeah. no, like this all could be avoided. Yeah. You just like rap and live your truth, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, like yeah. Rap, but, rap, rap about like how it's messed up. Like yeah. you know, you you kind of gotta watch your girl. Like somebody's somebody's gonna feel that. Yeah, gotta show you who you are quick. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And um, as is another thing. Like okay, so it's certain just being in like a local scene of hip hop, um, rap, just rap music. It's certain thing. It's certain places I wouldn't like invite people to let alone my lady and not for you know the um the whole i'm scared niggas gonna try to talk to her because i don't i don't really worry about that because i understand like ashley because she's a motherfucking trooper she's a trooper and she like you know i i'm not worried about it it's gonna happen you know what i'm saying but it's uh you know she's gonna put them in a place that's how you know that's how it's supposed to go and, yeah. you know, if somebody's for you, that's how it should go. But safety reasons. So have you like you may, may have wanted to invite a young lady somewhere, but you had to rethink it because in these little like, you know, like in the level we at shit be like ratchet and shit. You yeah. feel me? Like, so it be, it, be, it be a little difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like, because because, again, like from a standpoint of like, Anybody that I would bring around to like a situation like that, because like it's probably a show that like you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, my man is DJing or like you know what I'm saying, you performing, somebody else I know is performing, like like I probably put the person who I would invite onto like that music or like yo like listen to this, so like I want you to come and enjoy, but like. I know where I'm at, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, I'm probably going to be a little bit more on point mm-hmm. than, you know, elsewhere. Because, like, even the spot that we went to on A Street, like, yeah. that you did the show at, that you killed. Appreciate you know that, saying? boss. Appreciate you know it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. But, uh, 
but yeah, man, like that one, I was kind of like I was kind of on edge because, well, you know, yeah, uh, and then like I told you, like you know, shout out to um, rest in peace, D. Dave. You know, uh, he was a Baltimore uh, artist, and he's pretty dope. You know, and a lot of people, his name was ringing off like consistently, and a lot of people, I, 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 I didn't know him personally, but I knew him through other people and his music, music obviously is pretty, pretty damn dope. You know, um, mm-hmm. it was dope. It is dope. It will always be dope. He was a great artist. And I say that, you know, meaningfully. And he, you know, he passed right after an event he had. I don't want to bring, you know, them the mood, but it happened like right before my show. So I started to rethink, like, just crowded air. And, and I didn't know how it happened. Like, I didn't get the details till afterwards. But, yeah. you know, knowing that he had an event and I was going to go to the event, but, like, I got a vibe just not to go. I just, you know, just stayed home. And to find out what happened literally right after his event. And it just was like, um, I don't know about this shit no more. And I, I text you. You know, yeah. I, I text you. I'm yeah, like, bro, yeah, like, you conversation about. And then, and then after that, like the next, the two days, the two days after that, Gianni and Gianni, uh, um, Gianna and Kobe passed away. So it was just like it was a very dim moments, like back to back. Yeah. So I was just kind of skeptical about, like, you know, not even the Kobe situation, but the D Dave situation. It just like rubbed me the wrong way because he he gave back to the city. He, he did things from the kindness of his heart. He held events. He did a lot of, he did charity work. He worked with the kids, like from my research of like finding out what he did, you know, it was unfortunate. Like he was having an event for artists to be heard. You get what I'm saying? He put together him and the Treehouse project, if I'm, you know, not mistaken, Um, they put together an event for artists like me that, you know, don't have the 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 backing or like don't have the uh the means to be heard and more than you know than they're being heard right now he put together an event and like he just gave people shine and you know i hit him up saying i'm not going to be able to go and it's not about me but like the fact that i i talked to him like that was the first and last time i ever talked to him you know what i mean like and it was just on some you know you had to do slots to be able to show up to the event. And I didn't want to feel like it was an artist that could have been performing in my place that I'm kind of taken away from because of my insecurity at the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I hit him up and, you know, I was like, yo, just to let you know, I'm not, I signed up for the event, but I'm not going to be able to show up. And, you know, I don't want to make it seem like I'm taking any artists, you know, that could be in that slot space you know what i mean so he was like it's all good bro it'd be many more opportunities uh be blessed and you know and i told him like i'm a fan of what you're doing you know and yeah. uh and that was the first and last time we connected you know what i mean so it's just and for it to happen like that and then to wake up and see what we saw on um you know all through social media like it's just like i'll be super skeptical of, like yeah. events now and i always been that but for it to be that close to you know home it was like oh. right. and like the fact that you was almost there like 
and like we had the we had the conversation about it. It's like you know the it's it's hard that things like that happen, but like you can't you can't shut down for that because like that would be disrespectful to the legacy like not only your own but the person who like influenced you like yeah you only had that one conversation with but you saw the things that he was doing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. research you saw that he was doing you know things that were positive in the community and he was trying to get other people out there to shed a light on it mm-hmm. so like for you to shy away from doing something that he was trying to like build for people to do anyway like it's kind of like you know what I'm saying so like going back to the original question of like you know being in a spot where it's shady and stuff like that it's kind of it's like I, I get it from both angles. Like on the one side, is you don't want to put people in that situation, but at the same time, like for me, I want to. I want to believe in the inherent goodness of like my people's heart, my people specifically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because like I don't want somebody to look at me and be like, oh yeah, he look kind of wild, he look kind of crazy, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be around him. I'm not going to be involved with some shit that he involved with. Because mm-hmm. you know me. I'm a nice dude. But, like, sometimes I have, you know, a, a mug on my face. I be screwed, You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't even be nothing. It's just, that's it just how be, it is sometimes. The sun might be in my eyes. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm a little upset with that. I got a headache because I've been up all day. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I came to this event. But, like, you know what I'm saying? People to see that and, like, they feel that energy. And, like, what I don't want to ever do is, like, you know, be, like, I definitely feel like, you know, there are times when, like, one person, like, even if you don't say nothing, like, one extra, like, bit of positive energy might be all it needs for yeah. us, you know, from, like, having something bad happen to, like, a successful night, like, yeah. they might turn up and have a good time, because, like, even the, the joint did, you know what I'm saying, we went to, like, it was, like, you know where it was at and like what was going on in that area like around that time like shit could have got crazy yeah like we ended up having a good evening like people enjoyed the show and everything yeah and like you got to you got to do what what it is you wanted to do yeah and that was like showcase your talent to somebody else and like give them a push to show more of themselves too right yeah, and it's and it was like you know, and I I do think like losing your using your blessing is like is a part of like receiving good good energy. Like you have to use your blessing, and I feel like too, you know, and like I said, we was talking about the sound in the city, and that night is it, it sounded like a lot of people had the same idea when they made a song, and like like I said, I'm not shunning people. Like I get it, you know, right. uh, but. I was, and I also kind of considered maybe the age range, and we might have been like some of the older people, you know. Like, granted, we not that old, but like, think about that, right? Like, yeah, like niggas is really turning into young OGs. Like, we might have been of the older crowd, you know, in that, you know what I'm saying? And I knew because I was getting sleepy, so I knew, you know what I mean? Like, not even though nobody bore me, it's just like I got to work the next day, and a lot of people, you know, like it was just having the duality of you know, certain aspects of your life. Like I is mad late and I'm out DC 
Granted, I'm working from home the next day, but I got to work nonetheless. Yeah, I got to get up mad early. Granted, we got home maybe around like one and I was hurting the next day. You feel me? So, um, I, you know, but it, it was truly a. We ain't no thing no more. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but it was truly a blessing to like just be able to bless that room with something different. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I go into a lot of crowds. Like, I've performed for uh, Conway from Griselda before. I performed for Sky Zoo. Sky Zoo, Sky Zoo show was horrible. Like, I lost my voice on stage. I didn't stop performing. I wanted to. But, like, you know, I was doing a lot of things that was, like, wasn't conducive to my voice. I was, you know, drinking and stuff. Wait, so. your show at Sky Zoo was horrible? Or like Sky Zoo show was horrible. No, Sky Zoo show wasn't bad, and um, okay. but I opened up for him, and like not even to say my performance was horrible. It was just like your voice went out. I, my voice was going in and out, and you know that's yeah, that's nah. one of the like that's us. Like we need that. Like that's yeah. what we utilize the most. So. Yeah. Um, the sh- like it was just it was so disheartening. But my people cheered me on. The people that came out to see me, they didn't, you know, they didn't let me fall by the wayside. And I still got praise, you know, and I got people to go check into who I was. But I still that's like you know, performing is your first impression a lot. Yeah. But I made it a point once I performed for Conway. I didn't open up, which was also like an upgrade, you know. I, I was like, two, I was like two artists before him, before the headline. So you had an opener this time. Yeah, I had an opener this time. You know, shout out to him. I forget it. I forget the young guy's name. You know what I'm saying? He was dope. He's his people's own the shoe store in um Baltimore though. And I, I'm a I I forget his name. It misses me right now. But um he showed love. Um and everybody else that performed showed love. And people, a lot of people said, you know, bro, your performance was the best. I don't like to do that because in that situation, like, I hate, you know, I hate rap competitions. Like, the closest yeah. thing I get to rap competitions, I, like, it's battle rap. You know what I'm saying? I love battle rap. But, like, as far as, like, you know, people purposely grading your music and, you know, yeah. like, I tried to do it. Like, I did it with uh, Rap Fiesta, shout out to their platform. Um, that I rapped on before on Instagram and like they have like Thursday nights where they critique music. Like I have an issue with critiquing music too, because like directly like with a score, because you don't know like the trouble people went through to make that. Now, granted, I understand I put it to the masses. It's going to be critique, but it's not with a score because like a score makes you feel like right in your face with it. Huh? It's, it, I think it, it's also the fact that they're right in your face with it. Yeah, and you listening, and you're listening to other people's music, and then in the chat they're telling you eight, seven, two, like you know what I mean, like and not like I said, he has a platform for that where he's doing that. But honestly, like I don't agree with doing that to people's creativity. Yeah, you know? and that comes from me being an artist. Like I don't like the nigga put his all into something, and you give it a score you know what i'm saying because every time like if people create from wherever they create from you know whether it's easier or harder for people to create what they're creating it's with a purpose whatever purpose that is should not be diluted by a score you know what i mean and especially it's especially like difficult because like because you have access to music so easily now yeah like 
know what I'm saying? You can like you can literally put your own music out. You know what I'm saying? Like people are leaking music all the time. Like back before, like if you didn't have the CD, like you know what I mean? Like that's it. Yeah, that's it. You try to find it online somewhere, right? But because like you know, and we've ruined so many computers with like LimeWire and stuff like that. Shout out to LimeWire, you got us. Oh my gosh, bro! Uh, That bring me back. But, but like, because people can comment and critique on something in real time, like, it makes it a lot, it makes it a lot harder. I'm sure on the artist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it makes it, you know what I'm saying? Even for me, like, when I see, like, my homies that got, like, art and music or, you know, photography, whatever kind of creativity they they doing, and somebody comes through and, like, yo, like, there's a wag or there's trash or something like that. It's like, first of all, you probably can't do it. And know? that's another thing. And so, like, yeah. for for that, like, you know, like, I get where you're coming from. Like, it's it's hard. And, like, then the other part about it is, because you have access to so much music so fast, people don't go don't go and listen to like a body of work no more. Yeah, they'll hear one song and like that might not hit them as like that might not hit them and be like, oh yeah, like I really messed with that song. Mm-hmm. So they don't go listen to nothing else. Yeah, like, it's just like all right, like yeah. I this one song is trash. Like the artist is trash. You're like, yeah. it's only trash in their opinion. It's like, nah, like go back and, you know what I'm saying? There's something in here that you yeah. definitely want to listen to. And also like people don't like, for me, the reason why like I can enjoy, you know, like the young boys with the drill and, you know, the extra traveling, like the gun talk and all this other stuff, as well as the intellectual vibe is because like, I know that like, I'm listening to certain vibes in different situations. Like, if I'm at a party, like, I ain't trying to hear no comment. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's a fact. Throw on round of applause. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. When, you know, cash money taking over for the 999. <laughs> yeah, that, you know. the closest wall for back support. That's that, 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 that starts a riot, bro. Hoping that somebody's daughter going to twerk something. <laughs> That starts. That song starts a riot. Whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I think that people don't realize that you can, you can be a fan of all of these different things. Like, compartmentalize. Like, it's yeah, it's it's everything has a, it has its different time in its place. Yeah, and also like even what you said, like things. It's plenty of things that ain't my cup of tea. But you know, just growing into my own as an artist, I can never say it's trash. You know, I can I can say it's don't. I don't like it, but I would never say something I don't like is trash because yeah. it's other people that's gonna like. I tell people like you know, I'm not telling people what to do, but I can't. I will like tell people like I don't. You know, I don't wouldn't call things trash that you don't like because it's like it may just not be your cup of tea you know and it's and that's fine you can have your cup of tea you feel me but like because that's what makes you you but don't go out here discrediting people unless they are like it's it's a difference between people being good at whatever they're good at and then people being trash it's a big difference you know what i'm saying like and you have to understand the difference like i've heard trash you know what i'm saying and like you said i've walked you know people down the lane of telling them like nah bro i'm not a fan of this and you know not to necessarily say stop what you're doing but it's more so you can everybody can get better you know what i mean but just i'm not a fan of this you know what i mean and um 
and I don't never want a lot of people. Like I, I try, I'm sure in the past, in the day, back in the day, like when I was getting into the, the music heavily, I may have said things were fire that I maybe really didn't think was, were fire. You know, I'm, I could be real about that. But now, you know, just being so adamant about like uh, being artist first, you know what I'm saying? And like realizing like, like even for the show, the podcast, I, I realized what people go through to just produce like, like luxury. Like I said, I have the luxury of rolling over and being able to rap. You know, I come right upstairs get in my zone and literally record myself and mix myself and, you know, and then send it to whoever needs to be sent to the master. A lot of people got to get up, you know, spend their hard earned money, mm-hmm. go to the studio and, you know, limit themselves. Oh, you got to buy this many, you know, hours. And it's like, so I even have the privilege of taking my time. A lot of people don't have that privilege, you know, so I can never, you know, I, I will never put another person down. Like, I, I don't necessarily like always like reposting stuff and stuff like that, but yeah. I like, I don't have to repost things, but what I do, I, I see what people post and I'll go download their shit and just like do what I can. You know what I mean? Like I listen to it or yeah. I, you know, keep it on replete, repeat. And I'm um, just to help people out, you know, because I feel like that's more genuine. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm listening to your shit, bro. Like, you see this? Like, it's it's again, it's like, yeah, I'll support you from the from the aspect of like, I want to support you from you know, like taking your time and your effort and stuff like that. But like, you know what I mean like, I'm not going always like you said, like I'm not always going to post it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I might not taught like I might not bring it up as organically as like somebody else that I listen to like oh yeah you know what I mean like yeah but yeah nah like like that's just going with being authentic and I think and and honestly I think that's the reason why a lot of people are starting to sound the same mm-hmm. and that's kind of why I'm, I'm starting to get like a little a little jaded with like some of the people from the area mm-hmm. it's like all of y'all mans is telling y'all y'all the best. Like mm-hmm. y'all not telling y'all not telling each other that like oh like maybe you want to switch this up, mm-hmm. you know like change how you use your voice in this spot, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So like, and I even understand that too. I get that too. And so it's like every every first run of mm-hmm. like something is like your best one. So like some people like really don't know that like all right this could be better. You know what I mean? So like. You know, like that—that's a—that's a thing that you also got to think about as well. Yeah. Um, like I try and again try and be super transparent about things. Like you know, I even hit you sometimes and be like, "Oh yeah, you know, like this section in the in the yeah, in the, like, where you going with that?" And so like then, cause then like when we have time to talk about it and like you, you let me know like what the vision is with it and stuff like that. Like something that I didn't understand that like might sound off to me before. Mm-hmm. with extra context and like listening to it again it's like okay like I see where you're going with that like now something that it was like uh, I don't know about this take it out can be like yo that's fire yeah now that you see like the like, now and, I see where you're going like right and and you know and we a lot of people can't just hit the artist up and ask like bro what you meant by this you know what I'm saying but like even in the in the event that you can't you have to understand that like not you per se, but just people have mm-hmm. to understand that like 
that came from something, you know, <laughs> like yeah, for sure. You've we've heard Matt like Childish Gambino is one of the most random ass dopest artists. Yeah, you know, wow. but the the shit he incorporate, I'll be like, yo, how is his mind working? But you know, it's like it's him, so it like it means something. You get yeah. what I'm saying? But like. Like a lot of niggas is now we in the era where I feel like a lot of niggas put like randomness together, but the randomness make like shit sound even better sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it comes just being an artist. And sometimes artists don't even know. Like it's some sometimes like I don't ask me why. Like, oh, I will tell you why. So in K Pasa coming soon. I don't know. I haven't got a date on it, but that's the single coming out. Uh, we've been pushing. Um so at the end of the song, you seen that I cut a part out, like acting like the song was fading out yeah. and then it came back in. So yeah. I thought it was dope because I always wanted to do that. But so, you know, I got the bar was uh, the line is catch you where you hang at. And that's where you get hung from. But like times are, and you have to be responsible as an artist, too, at times, like and not necessarily like, um, compromising your work to like appease people but also realizing like if you stand on certain things yeah. you don't want certain energy out there so you know and I was just rapping at the time like I didn't think about it but like just like all these lynches and shit going on you know and lynching derived from people being hung you get what I'm saying so yeah. I say you know catch you where you hang at that's where you get hung from like I don't want to be in a little Wayne Emmett Till situation. You get what I'm saying? Like, I and I have a responsible voice. Like, I believe like in my people, so I don't want to be my part of my people. Like, exactly. practicing that type of rhetoric. And that's and that's and that's something that's dope about you. And I, like that's why I, like I feel like like it's easier to like push like when you send me something versus other people because I know there's a thought process behind it like even with that like people to see that and be like oh well you know what I'm saying at least he's thinking these things through because like I already knew you know what I mean because we've had conversations about it but like I that's what one of the things I feel like is problematic with a lot of a lot of like artists that are just coming out really quick is like they're not fully thinking about like the things that they say so like you know what I mean so like something like that grand like you thinking about like catch you where you hang at that's where you get hung from like you like uh like I don't know if I want to put that energy out you know what I'm saying like that's some next level thought yeah you know but like people not even doing the bare minimum of like thinking with certain stuff mm -hmm. so, like that's why i feel like you know like i wish and i'm hoping and i'm and i'm starting to see more of a shift like you know what i'm saying people are trying to turn that corner and you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's about growth so like I, I I try not to be as hard on like the younger cats like when they coming out because I'm like yo like you just saw like this is what sells and like this is probably what you want to do yeah you know what I mean like I be looking at some of the older dudes who've been doing it for a while and it's like yo like you've been out here you've been you know working doing your due diligence and like all the artists you know at all the like little artists uh, showcases and whatnot but like clearly you talking about and you rapping in the way that you are like isn't working mm -hmm. and like what's what's frustrating to me is like we not seeing no growth with it yeah like you gotta grow like i want to see you gotta grow yeah like, 
Because if you just decide that you're going to stay right here at this level, because, like, your mans play your music all the time, like, that's not where it's going. Like, that's, that's exactly where you're going to be at. And like, yeah. and, like, that's cool, too, if that's all that you want. Right. But, like, a lot of times you'll find people who will be upset because, like, they're not getting bit, no bigger. It's like, yo, because you're not growing. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It starts like, with you. Yeah, you can't elevate if you're not willing to do things differently. Mm-hmm. So, like that's, that's, like, that's the main thing that I be looking at. Like, yo, like, what are you going to do differently? Like, not something that you have to force or fake or something like that. But, like, mm-hmm. there's growth in all things. Right. I mean, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. But, so, I ain't going to keep you much longer, bro. I got a couple more questions for you. I and got then, And then, yeah, um... So what uh what I was about to say? Um would you ever just be in the music industry? Like would you not uh would you leave like your job, you know, or like your civilian side behind just to be uh fully submerged in the music industry? In in a specific circumstance, yes. Okay. Um and when I say that what I really mean is like if it can be something that can support me mm-hmm. support like you know what I'm saying like my family unit you know what I'm saying like something that like I can I can depend on myself and I know that it's going to pay the bills and get me some of the things that I want like it don't have to be extravagant I don't have to be making you know millions and millions of dollars but something that will keep me comfortable I would but one of the reasons why like I haven't like giving up on like having a nine to five and stuff like that right now and stuff like that is because I want to be able to be authentic. I want to be able to be passionate about it. The reason why I want to pursue like working with artists and, you know, working and developing artists and finding the next big thing, whether it's music or any kind of creative thing, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to manage all kind of creatives is the idea that, I can be I can be true to what I want to do and be critical of the thing and like turn down things I don't want to do because this isn't my life like this isn't going to be what determines whether I eat or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like going back to that whole idea of people, you know, watering themselves down or selling themselves short is because they have to do it to survive. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to knock you for surviving, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there could be a different way. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, having a nine to five gives me the option to say, like, nah, I don't like that. Right. Like, not even, not, I don't like it from, like, I'm, like, a hating standpoint or, you know, like, you know, like, I don't think that there's, I don't think that there's value to it or there's not a market for it. It's just, like, you know, like, I, like I can't get behind this thing. Yeah, and you can apply a lot more logic to things that other people yeah. that you not not afforded that luxury. Because if if you got to worry about whether I'm gonna be whether I'm gonna put my name on this, you know, like that I really don't mess with something. That, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think that I wouldn't be proud of right to eat versus like all right i can go into work and you know work this nine to five which does me justice and then like i can go find somebody like i can find a real home run something that i can Mm -hmm. really 
like see myself pushing and being like extremely passionate and like into working with like yeah no nah, like i'm gonna keep my nine to five right because i don't want to ever have to i don't want to have to lie about it right when it won't feel good you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, can't sleep yeah, when you it. when you move off a certain principle, like it's hard to, like you know, compartmentalize like certain feelings. Yeah. Like I'm doing this to nah, like I feel like I'm snaking somebody, and when you snake somebody, you really snaking yourself. Like yeah. you're, you're really short, like kind of doing it is like it's not fun no more. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, so rap race is survival mode. Like yeah. when you gotta go at your passion, like in survival mode, it definitely takes away from the artistry. Like we said, like mm -hmm. you know, so you can't even operate on a normal basis to be able to create something truly from the heart. You have to create something like, oh, I like people are going to like this. Like honestly, I would. I, everybody wants people to like it, but you know, it's certain things that I love that people haven't heard of me yet. Yeah, and it's and it's a and it's again it's a difference between compromising and changing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't wanna I don't wanna fully change you know, I don't wanna fully change myself to meet somebody else like how somebody else would feel good about me because right. I wanna feel good about me. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? If there's something that I can add to myself that'll like overall make me better, like you know what I'm saying, a different way of doing business. You know what I'm saying? For you as an artist, like you know what I'm saying, there's this extra flow, like this this cadence that I can add, this tone that I can add, something right. like that. But like, you know what I'm saying, like to completely change, you know, content to go, you know, completely left of what I'm doing. Yeah. Like Essentially, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when we're talking about, like, the idea of talking about street stuff, like, you could add content, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, saying, and I'm just speaking, like, in, in a general sense. Like, and, like, if we was talking to you, you was like, yo, like, Rob, I want to I wanna do, like, something that's a little more, like, street or whatever like that. I'm going to tell you, like, yeah, let's do that. But, like, do it from a perspective, from the perspective that you actually know. Right. Right. I know you. You're not out here like you know what I'm saying, moving weight from state to state. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like you. Grew, you know what I'm saying. You grew up in Baltimore. You probably seen some things just like me growing up in DC. I seen some things. For sure. You, know you probably know somebody to know somebody to know somebody or like mm -hmm. you know, what I mean? like things like that. You could speak to, you could speak to that audience. Yeah. From the standpoint of somebody who is kind of like a. An observer, yeah. somebody, somebody you like from an authentic space. Yeah. So those things is like, all right, that's where the compromise is. That's that's finding that lane where I can fit multiple, you know, audiences and progressing. You know what I'm saying? And finding, you know what I'm saying? And adding to my overall audience. Right. And like what I wouldn't, what I wouldn't be cool with is like, yo, like wow, you know what I'm saying? Check this verse out and like. All the verses about you know what I'm saying how you sell it for twenty six five or whatever it's going for now. You know what I'm saying? Like how you was in the kitchen and you know what I mean? like you was like all that stuff. Like nah, bro, I've been looking yeah. you crazy. Yeah, yeah like, you should. That's like changing your whole genetic makeup. Like, yeah. bro, we too old for that. Like, I, 
we too old <laughs> and we're not old at all but it's like we've been living life enough to know like okay at this point this is who i am and i can be cool with this you know like if if i if i had trouble with like even being who i am like it would be talked about in the music i wouldn't make up anybody you get what i'm saying like that's where i've created from pain like when i've been in the most pain some of the best shit came out of it and and i feel like that for a lot of artists like when you suffer from something like hence like people like mary j blige jasmine sullivan um you know these young these these goddesses of r&b singers they create from the most distraught <laughs> the most distraught situation i'm waiting for somebody to break jasmine sutherland heart like uh, jasmine, and that's so unfortunate but yeah you to death. and you know what i'm saying i hope that you find the man the the person whoever that would just treat you amazing yeah but also you know what I'm saying? When somebody piss you off, like when you stop fucking with somebody, some great music comes out. Like, yeah, and that's a fact. Like you gotta, uh, you know, it's what Keisha Cole, same same thing. Like she created like from just pure distraughtness, you know. And I'm pretty sure, like the 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 actual days that they created, they may have been feeling okay that day, but they're able to, you know, go back and. Uh, you okay. know, reach for that pain that got them in that mode to create. And like everybody, like I know writers, like authors, they create from pain, you know, in, in the story. Like that's why we got stories about, you know, uh, Toni Morrison, like Beloved and stuff like that. Like that's some relatability in that book. Like, you know, whatever uh, notion she was speaking on, you know, when she was talking about certain char- certain characters come from like real life situations, and like and like not even just pain, but like pure like experience, pure emotion. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I like like you said, like the lecture you have is being able to just like go upstairs in the crib and go record. Like, it, I wish that more people. Like, I wish that you know, like if I had it. You know what I'm saying? In addition to everything else that I want to do, like, I would, like, love to have, like, a studio where I could, like, you know what I'm saying? You have certain people that pay for it. Like, plan, bro. And then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? Other people, like, all right, you pay what you got right now, or, like, you pay as you go kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Because, like, something about music especially has to come from like a pure emotional place whatever that emotion is at the time that you're like creating like whether it's you know like if it's a party song you know what i'm saying like maybe you should be coming from a party or like even if you even if you remember like a crazy story from a party from like yeah. that something that can put you in that space but like you know what I'm saying if you go in on the clock and you're like oh I just gotta get this done and like I have to hit these particular topics and you know this particular way of doing things because I gotta make money off of it mm-hmm. going back to that whole having a nine to five like nah bro like if you do it for the passion and you do it in a and you do it with like a pure emotion, whatever that emotion is, if you do it from a pure space, I promise you that like you'll be successful. Right. Now, in like when I say successful, it's like I'm not defining it as like you gonna make you it's not necessarily meaning that you're gonna make, you know, a million and millions of dollars and everything like that. But sex 
to me, successful is being able to say that I gave it my all and that the product and the, that the product is pure. Like it's mm -hmm. something that I could be proud of, something that I could stand on. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I wish that like I could just give everybody that. Like, yo, like, don't record when you're not feeling it. Like, yeah. like be you know what I'm saying. Be in the spirit of whatever it is you're going to do. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like, if you're a photographer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, you, if you're if not feeling, you know, the, the subject that you shoot, or, you know what I'm saying, like, the theme that you're going with, like, you know what I'm saying, take a step back from it. Because yeah. I promise you, everything will come out better. Yeah. Feel it. Like, if you're really passionate about it, if you really invested in it. Yeah, everybody need a rest day, because you got to yeah. decompress. Like Definitely got to decompress. Like, you know, you've been, you know, moving, like, robotically a lot like you yeah. turn into bionic uh man or woman and it's like i'm moving 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 you can like when you work like when you're an artist you could kind of tell you know what i'm saying like you can you can tell it like all right this one this one like you just had to put something out yeah just but. felt the need to you know get it out there and stuff like that. So I know that this one is kind of a throwaway. Right. For me, like, as a, you know what I'm saying, as somebody who listens to music and, like, like I live off music. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, I wake up in the morning and the first thing, like, I do is, like, I turn on some kind of music. Right. Like, literally, before I do anything, like, it has to start my day. Yeah. And when music get released on Fridays, you know me, like. Oh, yeah, you like, in the chat, bro. This, 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 and that. Check it. And I'll be like, like yeah. Yo, so yeah. like for me like it comes across and I can be like, yeah like I'm not feeling this. And yeah. for me, as somebody who like kind of lives and breathes the music, like that could be detrimental to you overall mm -hmm. because it's like I'm the type of person that like if I'm into the artist, I'm gonna go to their show. Right. Like, by myself. Like right. I support you regardless. But like if you start mailing it in and being like, Oh, like I just had this ad and I start feeling like, Oh, this is just something that I put out just to put out, like just to monetize you and stuff like that, then it's like, Yeah, I'm I'm gonna rethink my fanhood. Like I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna rethink how how I support you and stuff like that. So yeah, right. nah. Number one thing is continue to be authentic, be yourself do it from the passion and like you know if you gotta if you gotta work a job whatever that is you know what i'm saying like do that you know what, do I'm what saying? you gotta there, do there's no there's no dishonor in working yeah and, and like the other thing that i want to be sure that we stress here is like having a job isn't saying that you don't believe in your ability to make a living off of you know your your passion yeah whatever that artistic passion is like it's not saying that you know that you don't believe in yourself is in fact i feel like it's more it's saying more to the effect that you you willing to back yourself you're like yeah. you're for somebody to come and put the money in your pocket to to make this thing happen you know what i'm saying yeah you're going out and doing what you got to do so you can you can provide for that passion yeah i yeah. say the same that's, thing that's what it is for me bro like, yeah you got to be able to support yourself and um like you know you funding you you're funding yourself like passion truth be told like like you said like whether you're an artist you know as far as on the music standpoint you're an artist as far as you like literally paint on a canvas you um 
Um, you're a writer, you're a photographer, like your camera costs money, your, your paintbrushes cost money, your, your studio, your mic, or, or the, the time, you know, that costs money. And, you know, it, if that passion is truly a part of you, you're going to want to wake up and just be privy to doing that, just that. And you, as in, you want to do what you, you feel like you was put on this earth to do. And sometimes you all put on this earth to do more than one thing. Yeah. Your passion costs money. So don't, you know, to go out on a limb, like I understand why people do it, you know. Um, but to go out on a limb and, and think that somebody's lesser than because they haven't given up, like, what actually puts clothes on their back and food on their table, that, and that's kind of like a very basic way of thinking like it's too it's too one-sided like it's a it's a one-track mind yeah you know what I'm saying like you know most people like nobody can afford to have a one-track mind that's a fact so since you uh said you wanted to be a manager i i would like whatever the artist is i'll ask them like okay what's their dream collab or what's the so what's your dream situation for like you you being a manager to an artist or, or you know i love my dream would be to i think it, i go back to thinking that like running a business like like Master P, like Currency, you know what I'm saying, R.I.P. like Nip, you know what I'm saying, like Rest in peace, Nip. Rest in peace, Nip. But like, I think of like, it's the idea of being able to do it your way and people coming and wanting to invest in what you've already done. And not try to change your format. Not try and change your format. Yeah. Not even so much to not try and change your format, but they know that you're, you're, you're strong enough in your stance that asking you to change wouldn't even be beneficial to them. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when people, when, you know what I'm saying, Master P went and talked to Interscope and, you know what I'm saying, they decided on how they was going to do the splits. You know what I'm saying? Master P got 85% of his royalties. Which is so rare. Which is crazy rare. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he could, he knew that he could back away from that and Mm -hmm. still be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to run, you know what I'm saying? I would want to be able to run the business side of an artist's career or Mm -hmm. several artists' career in a manner that, you know what I'm saying, we could call our own shop. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying, come to you, come to, you know what I'm saying, these major labels or like, even if we don't have to, like, run our own thing. You know what Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Like, he's self-funded, like, movies. Like, I think um, Eddie Griffin... Eddie Griffin on Vlad said, I forget the movie he was in, uh, that Master P and him, um, you Foolish. know, Foolish, right. He said Master P put a million dollars in his, in his pocket. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he came to him. He was like, bro, I got a million for you trying to be a foolish. Like, he self-funded that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a different type of... um. You be able to come out and do it yourself? Like, yeah, equity, man. Equity. Because I know that, you know what I'm saying, like, what I get back, you know what I mean? What I, what I get back is mine. Right. Like, and, you know, what I get back, I can be proud of. You know right. What I mean? 
Yeah, for sure. I'm not making nobody else no extra money. (laughs) Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we make make everybody else so, like, they can eat, right? Yeah. So, like, I would be cool with that as long as I'm getting my just due, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, like, I don't have to sell myself short or, like, compromise myself to get you your extra. So is uh, just do more important to you than revenue? Legacy is more important than revenue. Okay. Yeah, I say so because you can. So, yeah, so just do, yeah. Nah, yeah. Like, like, I want people to be able to, to like, have, you know what I'm saying? Not to sound like baby, but, like, respect on my name. Like, <laughs> facts. Know? Yeah, because people, when, when you get your, your just do, people model empires after you. Like, and it's not necessarily like the money thing that they're modeling after, because you have to put things, certain things in action and to even get to a point where you are making money to fund, you know. Hence, a job. You know what I mean? Like, it's certain things, but, like, when you get that legacy thing, like, and I think that's subjective as well because I know I'm, like, believe it or not, like, we try to, we are looking at these people that's constantly put, like, in the um, news and in the, you know, blogs and stuff like that. But, like, we might low-key already be legends to somebody. Like, we don't, like... We got little cousins. We got family members. We got people that steadily support us in whatever we're doing. Looking up to you. Yeah. So I think we have to consider that too. Like realize, like you already have a following. It's just you just having a master following of like said a master PA. You know what I'm saying? But it starts somewhere. Exactly. You know. So, oh, you got anything else to say for that? Nah, I thought you was going to ask me about the bar of the day. Oh, yeah, for sure. So another thing, right? We doing bars of the day. Like, so since this is for artists and like, I'm pretty sure it don't even have to be bar of the day. Like, it could be a line of the day because I know like people like Sir, like I still be bumping Sir and he be talking that shit, man. Like, you feel me? So it could just be a line that you read that resonated with you recent as a recent or just, you know, for a long time. I went back and I listened to uh, my man Don Tripp. Shout out to Don Tripp. Shout out to Don Tripp. He got a, it's a line. He said, straight from the bottom, I earned every dollar. I paid all my dues and I saved a receipt. And like, that one was important to me because like, that's how I want to, like, that's how I want to grow. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, I don't want no handouts. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll take all the help I can get, but I don't want no handouts. Like, I want to be able to say that I came up, like, from scratch, you know what I'm saying? Like, I earned what I get. And, you know what I'm saying? When somebody comes at me and be like, nah, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to have this. And, like, nah, like, look, this is the work that I did to make this happen. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I did everything that I had to do. You know what I'm saying? I gave back what I had to get back. You know what I'm saying? I kept what I needed to keep. And, like, this is me. Like, the reason why I'm here right now is because, you know what I'm saying, I did it my way. I did it the right way. And, like, okay. that's, 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 that joke hit me so hard, bro. Like, I, I run that line back every time I listen to that song. Probably at least four times. Like sometimes things just stick with you, and it's just like, nah, that that that's special right there. Like that, I feel him. You feel me? Yeah. 
Yeah, but um, my line will be from K Pasa that's not out yet. Trust me, people, it's coming. Um, I said penny pension to some sensible incentive is reach, right? So I meant what I meant by that was pretty much um, we out here and we're just trying to, you know, just with the whole quarantine and things being like each day looking the same. So it's a lot of people out here that do actually have had time to work on a passion project. So whatever they working on, wanted to work on um, just because now we're at a time where we're sitting still, like people are moving around more now, but in the beginning, like we were sitting still, like it felt like the world wasn't even like moving, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like penny pension, you know, you penny pension, you saving little by little until you feel like, okay, I can actually cash in to get something I actually always wanted. And, you know, in a literal sense, that's what that means. But in the figurative sense, I just meant like, you know, putting constantly putting work into something that's going to allow me to uh, enjoy the fruits of my labor, you know, and not necessarily being monetary, but also just being able to like, hear a little kid say a lingo bar you know what i'm saying or or you know um being able to like maybe be an honorary teacher in a class one day and we talk about some some shit about that involves music because one of my dream things is outside of like wanting to because i always wanted to do case studies like you know i studied psychology in school so i always wanted to do case studies on on children and you know just just to find out like certain things, you know what I mean? Like uh, the mind is interesting, you know what I mean? But more so on a psychological wave and less on a neurology wave, you know what I mean? So it was more so like, it's still figuring out how the brain work, but just like also the psychological factors that people deal with. So behavioral side been like the chemical, chemical imbalances and stuff like that. So, I always wanted to host a class that it called be called like music make me feels like and to actually talk about the I guess the more psychological impressions that music leaves on people, you know. That would be dope. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I kind of like do want to be able like hopefully in the next 20 years I can be a, like a teacher like Bun B teaches at Houston University. Mm-hmm. Um uh, my man Knife Wonder teaches Ooh. in and in school in North Carolina uh, yeah, that cool. I just found out. Oh, hey, he do, he do another one too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of Ashley's friends told me yesterday he he teaches a, a class out uh, in C. So it's just like one of like I just want to actually do more with uh, just because I I feel like I'm a true intellect. So I like just building on things that always have a deeper meaning but it seems like people don't know why yeah you know what i mean so that's, that's why hence that bar you know um you got any shout outs you want to give before we out of here man uh you know man shout out to everybody <laughs> right shout out to my man audio aj that i brought up you know shout out to my to my brother gleesh you know what I'm saying? Gleesh the Stone, and he be out here doing his music thing. Shout out to Gleesh. 
Shout out to Lingo, the icon, doing this. You feel music me? Thing, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Young Show doing this music thing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody who's doing their own creative vibes, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, whatever you passionate about, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, you know what I mean? Like, if you out here, you know, grant writing, and that's that's your thing that you like to do, shout out to you grant writing. If you know you out here, like, any old, any old thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I tell people all the time, you respect everybody because no, no work is dishonorable, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? There's somebody out here right now who's a janitor that everybody laugh at. Yeah. Like, if my man is passionate, or you know what I'm saying, about doing that, like, yo, shout out to you. You know what I mean? Like, just just everybody who's out here putting their all into whatever it is they doing, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, rest in peace to my guy, Nas Murph, that I went to college with. Oh, that's um, the one that uh, Reason knew, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, resident. You know what I'm saying? He just passed earlier this year. That shit hit me. Which is another thing. That, like, just like you went through it when uh, D-Day went down, like, that one, that one hit me different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, because this was a dude that, you know what I'm saying? I knew him, like, we weren't super close in college, but, Mm -hmm. like, we knew of each other. We had classes together. Like, he was a good dude, solid dude, man. Like, it wasn't a whole lot. It wasn't a whole lot better people. Oh, since I'm speaking on it, shout out to my uh, to my brother Zach, aka Keys. You know what I'm saying? Like we need that music, bro. Zach, what up, man? We we got to collab, I'm, man. Yeah, I'm definitely because I'm definitely about to put y'all on. So that's why I'm calling them out on here. You know what I'm saying? Keys, we need that work, bro. But uh, yeah, man, just shout out to everybody. You know what I'm saying in the city, everybody in B more, everybody. Yeah, shout out to DC. You know what I mean? Like, and it's uh, if there's anybody that want to get on the show, just hit me up. Uh, Lingo2icon.com. You can directly get at me on there. Uh, Lingo2icon on all social media platforms. I don't really use Facebook like that, but I I can still connect with people on there. Um, and man, this is just a platform for artists that uh have a nine to five and still do what they passionate about and it's just it don't artists don't mean a particular thing i'm not just talking about people that rap i'm not just talking about people that sing or you know i'm talking about poets i'm talking about people that aspire to be managers i'm talking about um authors painters illustrators photographers i'm talking about uh shit people that just do whatever that they're passionate about and just need a platform to actually talk about the duality of having that passion but still trying to get a juggler on the show right get it shit if you if you work for bottom and belly before but then you at trader joe's now like holla at me you feel me like it it, it happens man you know i i often think about uh alvin off of the cosby show like it happens, you know what I'm saying? And people like to shun him and all that. Nah, it is what it is. Uh, um, that's circumstance. Sometimes circumstance is circumstance. But this has been the Music Keeps Calling uh, podcast. And, you know, just stay tuned for greatness. <laughs> oh, real quick. Uh, you got it, bro. Still staying the EP is out great stand, stand still <laughs> doing my doing my good managerial due diligence you feel me uh, getting a good practice in. Icon. 
on SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? We got uh, we got super. You can even access my SoundCloud from LingoTheIcon.com. Yeah, know? you can definitely. We, we going through our own website, but definitely go run them streams up. Yeah. Damn, this mic is hating, bro. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Anchor. Uh, this is where the podcast will be at. Uh, you know, until further notice, I'm working on getting it on other streaming platforms. Um, but it, it, everything's going to be through Anchor for now. And you can also, you will be also able to uh, access this episode from my website. I will let people know about the update. Episodes come out on Thursday. Um, I release them at 12 at night, but they'll be available, you know, to listen to at any time after uh, after Thursday, uh, pretty much. And, you know, like I said, this has been the Music Keeps Calling podcast. And, you know, just stay tuned. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a blessed one. All right.